Jake, you seem... Don't say that. You seem kind of morose. Well... You got a bat on your head. Yeah, there's a bat on my head. It's 4 a.m. and you wanted to... This is the only time you could record, so it's very early. Jake... Yeah, I have. I ha- I don't know if you know this, but I have to. I have a job. I have to work. I have things to do. Stop! Don't say that name, please. Sorry, Jicicle. Better. Yeah. Okay, but I have a job too, and I have got seven kids. I have to take care of. You didn't tell me you had seven kids. You've you only told to me you had four. Before. You had four. Where are the other three? Uh. God only knows, Darren. That's part. Of, that's a big part of the job. Do you know where they're at? Do you know where the kids are? Not currently. 85% of parenting is not knowing where your kids are. That's not true. That's bad parenting. I never claimed otherwise. Where'd you learn that? <laughs> where did you learn that? Uh, just experience. That's, a hor- that's horrible. That's not how you are supposed to manage children. So I shouldn't look for them. No, you should. No, you should. Why? I, how did you get that out of what I was saying? You're saying that I shouldn't care where they are. That's what you just said. I said that 85% of it is like figuring out where they are. And you said that's bad. No, I'm I, no, I'm saying it's bad that you don't know where your kids are. That that 85% exists. Yes, Darren, I agree. That's why I spend so much of my time looking for them. We're on the same page that I should know where they are. Yeah, but why? how did you lose them in the first place is my question. Like, how, do you, you how are you that bad that you lose? You lose three kids? Three? Darren, I don't know how many are lost. So you don't even know how many kids you have. I know I've got seven-ish. See, you don't. You don't know how many kids you have. Can anyone you say seven for sure exactly how many kids they have? I, I don't know how many I have. I'm pretty sure it's none, but I could be wrong. Clint Eastwood go. has like 15 and in, in counting. Is he still squirting them out? Yeah, Clint, Clint Eastwood's a squirter for sure. Yeah, <laughs> he's squirting them out. I'm the dad Snickle Smith. I almost you I almost, said you your almost fucking got me to last name though. Yeah, that's fine. It's the most common last name in the country that I'm currently living in. I'm Darren the US citizen Snickle. It looks like you're in a, a beautiful Mediterranean. Yeah, this is my there. this is my house. I just bought this. You bought off a house? The, yeah, off the podcast money. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, is it is it in the Mediterranean or is it just no? This is to look like that. No, this is Detroit. Oh. Yeah. Found a okay. nice a nice place in Detroit. It's actually a shitty neighborhood. If you listen close, you can hear like gunshots and stuff in the background. Oh, that could be where my kids are. Maybe there was there is a guy walking around like doing paces around the building who looks exactly like you. Well, that could either be my son or Eminem. Yeah, Eminem does look exactly like you. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Darren, how's your week been, buddy? Things are uh, things are changing for you. I'm just trying things to progress. Are, things things the way they were before aren't it. They're not it. They're not it, Chief. Yeah, things the way things the way they were before. They ain't it, Chief. Yeah. Um, things aren't as they have always been. I'll just yeah. Say. It feels like last week was like the longest fucking week ever. Like I feel like we missed a week in in our schedule, but we didn't. 
that's how long it feels. That's because we usually, it's probably because we usually record in the daytime. We're recording so late that it's just like we, it's like so, so it's early. So, different. so early? No, it's late, Darren. I'm still It's awake. early. It's 4 a.m. I'm still awake. I woke up at 7 with the kids. Took a little nap. You woke up with your kids? You woke up with your kids? Yeah, they woke me up at 7. Uh, I took a little nap on the drive to work. And I've just been up ever since, just powering through. Well, that I I feel for you because I, I don't know if you wanted to have those kids. I don't know if you even love you your didn't. kids. I mean, I know what people are going to say if you didn't want to have the kids. There's something you could have done, but I have a problem. Yeah. It's impossible to just say no to it. To, I'm sorry, what are you referring to? I have a problem. It's an addiction. Um, how many moms are involved with your children? Uh, I mean, currently zero. That's so it's, sort of my, my issue. Oh, I get Yeah, I got it. Okay. How many birth moms? Like, how many biological moms, I guess? Um, they're all adopted. But, so... <laughs> Potentially seven, or the birth moms, the biological moms are adopted too. Well, I adopted all the kids, so I don't really know. They could all be first siblings, full siblings. I mean, did, how much so does none that, of them are involved? How much money know, does Aaron. that cost you if you're adopting that many kids? You have a, you have uh, a problem with yours. Is your addiction to adopting kids? Yeah, I've got a problem. It's about a quarter mil a kid. All from Holy the podcast shit. money, of course. Wow. A quarter a, mil. A quarter mil a day. For the for each kid? So it's a subscription service? Yeah, well, it's like I could have gone the rescue route, but I really wanted to like know that they were purebred. <laughs> Damn, okay. Uh <laughs> Wow, um, I didn't know we were gonna go that direction here. Uh, I'm, I'm, I don't know what I'm allowed to say here. <laughs> um, uh, it's just that I prefer if they're purebred because, like, their coats are cleaner and the coloring of them is more. Uh, no, Jake, come on. Yeah, like you know, the spots in their fur and everything is more consistent. Jake, it's white boy summer. You can't you can't show anybody's you can't be that belligerent about people's differences. Chet Hanks said it himself, it's white boy summer. Who's talking about who's talking about people's differences? Yeah. I'm talking about my kids. They're running around. They're running around. Are they running Eat, around? Eating food off the table. Uh playing fetch. Just normal kid things. So you're playing fetch with your... Okay. Sounds like you got dogs. What's that now? Sounds like you got dogs. Yeah, but it, what, a young a, a young dog is called a kid. That's not true at all. It's A young dog is a puppy. Yeah, I think you're just coming... I think you're coming into this realization pretty hard, like a, like a freight train here. Okay, so huh. uh uh young I what is a kid? A young kangaroo is a joey. Which one's a kid? I I, I don't know. I, I don't know what animals are. It's not dogs. A well, young dog is a puppy. Kids. Huh? I keep calling them my kids. I say, "Come here kids," and then they come running. So you have 7 well, now you have four puppies. Maybe. I don't know. Because probably what happened with those other three is they ran away and then they have new owners now. I hope that's not true, Darren, because I'm spending, I mean, just on those three alone, that's 750,000 rupees a day. You spend rupees? Yeah. So you bought them in, what is that, India? Yeah. So... 
I just don't understand. That seems unethical if you adopt puppies from from India when you could have you could have just gone to like a local shelter. I wanted to be purebred. Remember when I said that? Remember when I said that, and then we had to change what we were talking about a little bit. I mean, yeah, I guess I do remember when you said that, but that doesn't deter from the fact that you. you I want them to be purebred. I want to have their papers, Darren. You can get a purebred puppy from a uh, a local shelter. It doesn't have to be from India. How will I? Does it have papers? Yeah, they have papers. Yeah. From a shelter. From a, sh- a shelter yeah. dog. Yeah, they'll give you some info on the dog. They're just doing their best guess. I mean, yeah, in most cases, yeah, because a lot of them are found on, like, reservations and stuff. But, uh... Can you you say that? Is that okay to say? That dogs are found on reservations? Yeah, that... Is it okay to say what you just said? That That dogs are found on the word reservation? Are you worried about the word reservation? I'm worried that you're saying that a certain group of people can't take care of dogs. I know I have spoken to people who have lived on reservations and they have said that dogs are not necessarily pets on reservations. They're just animals. And if they're seen, they're treated like just animals. Reservation? Yeah. Why? Why is that? Is that offensive to you? I've just got, I have my reservations about how much you're saying it. Jake, it's white boy summer. I would never put any ill will on anybody who had a different culture or belief. It's white boy summer, dude. Get with it. Stop saying that. I can tell. Here's here's what's going on. Here's a little peek. Okay, Darren just disappeared. He just left. Uh, okay, he's back. Um, Darren came in here like so excited to talk about white boy summer. And then I started talking about my kids. And that was obviously interesting to Darren. But now he's like... Got all this built up. He was hoping to do our whole opening 15 talking about white boy summer. I was, yeah. That's Something I, I don't care about, Darren. Oh, why? Because Chet Hanks made it up? Because I don't see race, Darren. I don't see I don't see color. Do you... Here, let me... Guys, um, look, I just wanted to tap in really quick. I just got this feeling, man, um, that this summer is... Uh... It's about to be a white boy summer. You know, take it how you want. I'm not talking about like Trump, uh, you know, NASCAR type white. I'm talking about, you know, you know, me, um, John B, Jack Harlow type white boy summer. You know what I mean? Let me know if you guys uh, can vibe with that and uh, get ready, you know, because I am. Hey, guys. So, Chet Hanks said it. Okay, so <laughs> I have one question first. Chet Hanks is in charge I have of the one simulation. Question before you get into this. He's the one programming listen, the simulation. Listen, I have one yeah, question. What is you... it? You're claiming that you weren't that you didn't come in here wanting to talk about that. Yet No, I never claimed that. I oh I absolutely own that that I wanted to. Okay, so okay. You said no when I just said that a second ago, that that's what you wanted no, to do. No, I said so I absolutely, I said, yeah, I, you can play the fucking podcast back. I absolutely okay. said, yeah, I did. All right, I, I will play the podcast back once it comes out. Go ahead. We, well, we record these things two years in advance, so. So, White Boy Summer may be irrelevant and may be the cause for uh, another world war, so we will find out. That fellow was, uh, was Caucasian, though? That was uh, Chet Hank. That was Tom Hanks's son, Chet Hanks. Uh, so he is a Caucasian human, and Tom Hanks is as well. Tom Hanks is. Okay. Um, to quote Kyle, to quote Kyle, friend of the show, Kyle Crab. Uh, I don't understand how Chet Hanks came out of Tom Hanks's little pussy. Is Tom Hanks still squirting him out? Tom Hanks. I think is done popping them out. He's he's okay. finished. Um, I don't understand. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> How is Chet Hanks involved with the Hanks family is my question. How did that end up happening? Hey, I just have learned that they're making a... Uh, 
Baz Luhrmann is making an Elvis movie that's coming out next year. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah. Wait, who's this kid? Who's Austin Butler? I don't, I don't I, recognize this kid. I'm not sure. Austin Butler. That doesn't ring a bell. Uh, oh, he's in, he in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, he played Tex. Austin uh, Butler. He, Tex was part of the uh, whole... Uh, the uh, Manson, Manson family? family? Yeah. He looks exactly like a dude I used to work with. Wait, he was in he was in 41 episodes of Med's Declassified School Survival Guide, all uncredited. He's playing... I mean, he kind of looks like Elvis a little bit. Yeah, he looks like Elvis. He just... Yeah, he does. He looks like Elvis. But how do you play 41 episodes and they're all uncredited? Oh, he was the basketball guy from... Uh... Ned's declassified. He just charged it to the game, my man. He just charged it to the game. Darren, so how are, how are you going to live white boy summer? I don't even feel great saying that. Uh, just like, the same way you and, are. And, and you're a Caucasian American? I'm actually a 16th Native American. Okay, so there's 15 in front of you? But you're the 16th one? Uh, no, I am, uh, fractionally, uh, my heritage is one sixteenth. Don't say that. No one gives Why? a shit. Oh, so, okay. Okay. So as soon as I prove to you that I am not fully Caucasian, that I am like, I am fucking what's her face levels of native American. Ariana Grande. <laughs> yeah, I'm Ariana Grande. Levels of Native American. Uh, where? When did you prove anything? Uh, I I showed you the papers. Remember, I showed you my my adoption. I showed you my papers from the shelter that I'm not a full bred. <laughs> Darren, you can't go around telling people you're one sixteenth Native American. <laughs> I know I don't look the part, but I absolutely... My great-grandma was Native American. She was Padawatomi, bro. All that tells you is that there's a good chance that you're also <clears throat> 116th rapist. Rapist? Oh, yeah. so all Native Americans are rapists is what you're saying? No. That's fucking Darren, so racist, dude. You're putting yourself into I'm a saying. horrible position. Oh, how obviously. Obvi I'm supposed to not put two and two together that you think that the... Fucking one sixteenth Native American that I am is also the one sixteenth rapist that I am. I'm supposed to put two and two together and just assume that's not what you mean. Yes. I don't even see race, Darren. I, don't I, thought, even... gonna, I thought you were gonna say I don't even see rape. I was like, that's that's a problem. <laughs> you need to fucking you need to identify that. I mean, thank God I I almost always don't see it, which is. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If that's that was true. if that was my superpower was to always see it when it happened, I think. Oh uh, no. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I think there are people born with that superpower who have probably killed themselves because that's a horrible way to live. Yeah. Uh. How was your week, Jake? Don't Before we get into this bracket. Say. That word. How's your way, Jacicle? Um, good. All right, let's get into I this saw, bracket. I saw my grandpa. Oh, okay, okay. I saw my grandpa. He turned nine, 94. Wow. Yeah. His birthday was this week? Yeah, it was last Thursday. Happy birthday to the old man Jacicle. That is his name. <laughs> After him. <laughs> So your first name is now Old Man? Yeah. Okay. Well, changed to Old Man. Don't say what I changed it to or from. Darren, I just want to say real quick before we get into it that, like, we always have a similar look, but, like, this episode, un unspokenly, we just both decided that we're going, like... What, hats under the... Hats under yeah. the headphones? Hats under the headphones. That's not that distinguished. You have a red one that looks like a five panel, and I have a a green one with brown. No, this is six. This is a six panel. I'm just saying that, like, 
you start showing up with your glasses on. I start showing up with a hat on. All of a sudden, they're blue light glasses, them, Jake. I need them to protect my eyeball. My I understand that. I'm just saying. I'm not I, soon. I'm not even gonna know who I'm talking to. I was actually thinking about shaving down to a mustache. Probably will do it. That's fine for, with me for something we're working on. But you can't. You can't. Uh, you can't claim that I'm stealing your look if you I never shave said it down I to a mustache. Look. When did I ever say that? You implied it with your tone. Uh, no, all I'm saying is that the Snickles boys are evolving together. That's all I'm saying. That's fine with me. For you yeah. to say that. Good. Thanks. Great. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah. Awesome. Great. So, Jake, do you want to get into it? Let's get into this bracket, huh? Yeah, Darren. If you listened that for upwards of two minutes, hey, if you listened, if you listened to last episode, you know that we are doing a battle royale of food mascots. The ring is closing, and we are opening up these battles. Um, We're using the tiebreaker of. Um, what was the fucking tiebreaker? Uh, wasn't that the height? It was the height of the mascot, was it not? Was it? I think it um, was. Um, anyway. Um, uh, we are, we have not ha- yet had to run into a tiebreaker. The tiebreaker was who you thought you could beat up, I thought. Oh no, we're using that meme as a tiebreaker wherever it lands oh. on that meme. Yeah. Um can you just I just want to take one last second and did you just hear yourself? Yeah. Like, was that no. a wake up call for you? Was that No. Let's not talk about it. Okay. I uh so we're using that chart of that meme and that tweet and we're going to go from there. Um first matchup, Jake. We have Mr. Peanut versus Ronald McDonald. Mr. Peanut, we have found out, is what, seven foot, like six inches or something like that? Yeah. Mr. Peanut. Holy shit, I never, I didn't see this one before. Did you see this picture, Mr. Peanut goes to war? No. It's just on the Wikipedia page for Mr. Peanut. This is... Like, this is truly terrifying. These are two... Oh, God. Like... He's been to war. He's a war veteran, then. Yeah. Something we did not know last episode. Seven foot... and Seven and a half feet tall. with Armed with a cane. And a top hat with... Something we don't know what's in that top hat. A cane that's got to be three and a half feet. Right? At least. I mean, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, so that's, I mean, that's nothing to, that's nothing to sneeze at. No, certainly that's, not. That's a real weapon he's bringing in. And I think. I might be mistaken, but of the uh, uh, um, of as far as uh, so Mr. Peanut is seven and a half feet of, tall, uh, and Ronald McDonald is seven foot tall, making Ronald McDonald a true Baba Duke of a person. However, he is not taller than Mr. Peanut, but I think that that half foot is added on by Mr. Peanut's top hat. How much of Ronald's is his hair? Look, Darren. Here's what I'm saying. I think Mr. Peanut's the only one coming in with a a weapon. We don't know what Ronald McDonald is capable is capable of. I think he's capable of serious mental manipulation, though. I I mean, of course, we do know that. We know that he's a he's a fucking psychopath. All I'm saying is, if we're just looking at if we're just looking at their physical figures, 
Only one of them's coming in with a weapon. Yeah, that's true. And that one with the weapon is also taller. And we don't like I keep saying, we don't know what's in that top hat. Yeah. Like I think that height is often over Height's not everything. What is this? Also what? what is this? <clears throat> Japanese food chain releases ad featuring naked Ronald McDonald with fries as pubic hair. Okay. Uh, no, you cannot. Look at, can you, do you see this? Have you seen this? No, I haven't seen it. I don't know if I want to. You have to. What the? It's, he's not, he's not truly naked. He doesn't have his, he doesn't have his penis or testicles out. I don't even know what to look up. Just look up. I mean, if you just go to images for Ronald McDonald, it's like right there. Ronald McDonald images. Okay. Um, how recent was that? It was in September 2019. What is What is this? How have I never heard of this? What? Do you see it? Um, hang on. Uh, I'm looking up. I'm looking it up right now. Oh my god! I see him on the cross. Yeah. I see Pennywise. I don't see any pubes. Oh, you have to. Sorry, sorry. You have to search Ronald McDonald Japanese. Oh, fuck. All right. Sorry, Darren. This is. Oh, like, I see this. Oh, yeah. that's upsetting, but that's not the worst Ronald McDonald uh, art I've seen before. The face is terrifying, too. I don't know what's worse. I don't know what's worse, above the belt or below the belt. He just looks like Ronald McDonald. I mean, yeah, it looks horrible. He's also got a six-pack. I don't know who... I guess anything goes in Japan for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, From what I can tell, he's not packing too much. It doesn't seem like he's fit, though. He's very fit. Oh yeah, I'm gonna course. say this, Mr. Peanut, proportionately probably has a much uh, thicker shell than your typical uh, peanut because he is also seven foot tall. Well, yeah, I mean, God, if he has the same thickness of shell. He'd be he'd be fucked. Yeah, I'm assuming that his shell has gotten wider and thicker with his size, with his height. Yeah. So uh, for that reason, he has the defense, and I'm gonna get and a weapon, and I'm gonna give it to Mr. Peanut. All right. I think. Yeah, I hadn't thought. I hadn't thought too much about the shell because. Like, on the surface, he's not... If you just look at him, if you just look at a picture of him, he's not too... There's not too much going on there. But then when you really think about it, like... He's thick. He's got a thick base. Mr. Pina is incredibly thick, I think. He's a thick nut. He's got... I mean, he's got that fucking hourglass shape that everyone hopes for. If you look up hourglass figure in a in a dictionary, the words that dis- the word the definition if you look if you apply that definition to Mr. Peanut, he has it. He quite literally has apple bottom. He has an apple bottom. Yeah. He doesn't have boots with the fur, but he has the apple bottom. And he's also dead. We should we should keep that in mind too. He's dead. He died at 104. I mean, and also he's also a war veteran too. Yeah. So he God, he, he looks capable. he looks so mean in that picture in that yeah. Mr. Peanut goes to war picture. Yeah. I think he's capable of like a lot more than we've ever given him credit for. Yeah. Um I think we're just seeing the version of him with the top hat and the monocle like in old age. I think in his prime, he was a complete badass. Yeah. I think I'm. 
What is this where he's... Oh, my God. I... There's a picture where he's, like, holding some fucking bug woman? What is this? I do not know. I have not okay, seen that. I'm going to I'm going to pick Mr. Peanut and I want to move on. I'm sick of Yeah, I'm I'm glad you, I'm glad you finally decided to make a choice. What is this? Mr. Peanut moves on to the to the Hemi to the the Hemi Peen matchup. He has like human lips in this picture. What? I don't know. I I don't even know if I want to. Next up, we have Colonel Sanders versus the Kool-Aid guy. Okay, first of all, it's not the Kool-Aid guy. What's his name? The Kool-Aid man? Kool-Aid man, my bad. It's the Kool-Aid guy, though. All right, here's the deal. Just physical, in a physical fight, Kool-Aid man is f- destroying Colonel Sanders. I, it wouldn't even be close. I don't think this argument needs much more than just that. Like, we've already proven on the last episode that Kool-Aid Man has bulletproof thick glass. He's nearly indestructible. I think the only chance you really have is to topple him over, spill out all of his Kool-Aid. But, dude, he can break through fucking brick walls. And he's made of glass. Yeah. He's... He's unstoppable. You cannot stop him. What's a fucking slave owner? What's a racist going to do to kill Kool-Aid man? Well, a shape-shifting racist. What's he going to do? A shape-shifting immortal racist. I mean, he's going to Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he'll he'll be able to shape-shift and and take the form of someone else to beat him, but like He's there's no way he's going to beat Kool-Aid man, dude. Kool-Aid man is a he's an enigma. He can't be beat. He like Kool-Aid man's going to go far, I think. Dude, I'm watching. I wanted to see if there's anything in the in the lore about him being tipped over. And there's a commercial where he comes out of the shower with just water in his in himself and then he <laughs> makes Kool-Aid. And it's disturbing. So even, if he lo- even if he loses his life force, which is the Kool-Aid, he can just refill and has a never-ending supply of Kool-Aid that he can just pour back into himself. No, he's he showers to fill himself up with water and then he takes the thing of Kool-Aid and just dumps it into his skull. I'm looking this up right now. It's uh, it's in a compilation of the 20 funniest Kool-Aid Man commercials ever made. I'm just looking um, up Kool-Aid shower commercial. Okay. The Jug Life. And he sounds... He has a very smooth voice, too. I'm not listening because I'm doing a podcast. I'm listening. Kool-Aid Man... I mean, okay... Oh, so he literally just gets on the jazzercise machine to shake himself yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. He busts through his house every single dude. It's Kool-Aid Man. I mean, like, <laughs> my vote is for Kool-Aid Man. I don't know. Why does, why does Kool-Aid Man sometimes wear pants? Like, what's the deal there? <clears throat> I think he used to, but now I don't know why in in... In 20, when did this come out? 2017. I don't know why in 2017 they decided to take his pants off. I feel like there'd be more attacks, more cancel culture attacks on on that, on, on fucking Kool-Aid but Man wearing pants. there's something very pants. disturbing about seeing him clear. I don't like it at all. Yeah. It's like, it truly is like he's naked. It's cool, but dude, in terms of this fight... I don't There's think an ad where a girl accidentally flies her drone into his into his gaping mouth <laughs> and it's like the the propeller's still going and he the Kool-Aid is bubbling out of him and he's just got like this this big smile on his fucking jug face. 
I'm gonna I don't know look how you can stop this guy. I don't know how you're gonna stop this guy. A drone couldn't. A drone strike couldn't stop him. Oh, oh no! Now there's another one where he goes into a kitchen and he gets a hand mixer and he's mixing his head and it starts bubbling. In his face, I feel like I'm watching Kool Aid Man do something inappropriate. <laughs> I feel like, okay, now he's on a massage chair. Is Kool-Aid Man a sex freak? I wouldn't be surprised. He probably fucks, dude. He can do whatever he wants. Who could who could handle him? Who could handle his... No one, dude. Who could handle his girth and mass? I have no idea. Maybe the Jolly Green Giant if, he was, if, if Kool-Aid Man was a homosexual... Yeah. If I they mean, were both if they were both gay, then yeah, I mean if Kool-Aid Man hadn't killed his lover last episode, which is sad to think about. Yeah, so he breaks out of another glass table at a party. So dude, yeah, you can't no, it's Kool-Aid Man. Yeah, I mean so, sorry to Colonel Sanders, you fucking racist, but it's Kool-Aid Man. The Colonel is immortal, but I think Kool-Aid Man would find a fate worse than death for the Colonel. Yeah, he would... Well, he would just obliterate him. He would smash him. While the, if the Colonel even tried to shapeshift, he would get him... He could get him so quickly, he wouldn't have a chance. The Kool-Aid Man would destroy... Like, Colonel Sanders could shapeshift. And first of all, we don't know if he can shapeshift out of a a colonel a colonelly form. We don't know if he can be in, like, just casual clothes, you know? But he could, sh- Colonel Sanders could shapeshift to look just like you or I, just a, a regular guy on the street, and Kool Aid Man would destroy him just on accident. Oh yeah, like Kool Aid Man. Kool Aid Man is the leading cause of deaths of death in children aged six to sixteen, getting Kool Aid Manned. Yeah, I think I can't. I can't imagine the amount of lives he's ruined. Yeah, I mean. You've got there's a good shot that if you have a kid he's they're going to get Kool-Aid manned. You need to watch out with your kids. Your kids might get Kool-Aid manned. Yeah, it's scary to think about. It's not I hope that it never happens, but I'm I'm ready if it if need be. That's a horrible thing to say for your kids. Let's move on to the next matchup. Kool-Aid guy moves on to Kool-Aid man. The Hemipene matchup. Uh, next up, we have the Burger King versus Tony the Tiger. Again, very easy matchup on this one for me. I'll just say, I'll start by saying that. What is, what is the Burger King's face made out of? I think just rubber, dude, or Botox. Okay. Like a a horrifying sight to see. However... in the world of these commercials, what is this face made out of? Like, is this his real face? Is this a mask he, he wears? I don't know. I don't... I don't know either. I don't know if I want to know. Like, it's... I don't think it's important, though, because... Tony the Tiger is going to fuck his ass up. He's gonna fuck him up. There's no chance... Tony the Tiger, one, a fucking tiger. Two, he's jacked. He is so fit. He he's gonna fuck he's gonna f- fuck him up, dude. He's gonna do bench presses with him. Tony the Tiger is a fitness freak. He's a personal trainer that's also a tiger. He's equipped with fangs and a, and sharp teeth and a fucking bloodlust. And on top of that, he's a personal trainer. Trump campaign hires Tony the Tiger. They're great. <laughs> well, that kind of ruins Tony the Tiger for me, but that doesn't deter I mean, from the fact Darren, that he would whoop like, his ass. This is obviously photoshopped. This is like uh, a satirical, a satirical. Uh, oh, I'm. Oh, I see. Okay, <laughs> I just saw the picture. Yeah, that's okay. Um, do you see this fat Tony the Tiger? Uh, 
Fat Tony the Tiger. Yeah. I mean, you look it up. Apparently, they're rolling out a Fat Tony the Tiger to try to get, or they did at least in the past, to try to get kids to eat less. What? What the fuck? They made him, like, offensively fat. Like, he's so fat. Like, his eyes are... Fu- he has, like, a lazy eye. He's Wait, he's is this so, the real thing? He's so fat. He has, like, a lazy eye. What do you, where do you see that? Dude, oh, I, I looked up Tony the Tiger fat, and I'm kind okay, of disturbed. Okay, this, like, this is an art thing. This is an art thing. Okay. The headline of this article made it seem like it was something that they were doing. So this is, ignore this, ignore this. Uh, dude, I don't think, I don't think that thirsty, thirsty furries are sexually harassing Tony the Tiger. Uh, yeah, because they want some of that because he's so fucking jacked, dude. I think that, yeah, yeah, I mean, there's, I don't see any world where Tony the Tiger gets beat by fucking Burger King. I'm sorry. If you don't agree with me, I'm sorry. No, I agree. I think it's Tony, as easy as that. Is, I, I think Tony the Tiger on? moves on to the hemipene matchup. Tony the Tiger helps out a prostitute in what looks like an elaborate prank campaign? What? Tony the Tiger prostitute? I don't understand. What? I don't understand what's going on. I don't know if this is real. I don't know if I'm having delusions. That um, looks real. That doesn't look like a joke. Yeah, but no, it says it's a hoax. It says it's a hoax. Okay. I don't know. I don't. I, it's Tony the Tiger. I feel like I'm losing my mind a little bit. I feel like it's so it's so late. And I haven't slept except for my little nap I took on the way to work. Jake, we only have fucking four matchups left. Yep. You're right. I was counting and you you got it right. Yep. Next semi hemi, the final semi hemi. We have the hamburger helper hand versus the yellow M&M. Yellow M&M. We talked last time about this being sort of a Lenny and George thing between the yellow and red M&M. Yeah. But yellow M&M has just seen the hel- the oh it's called the helping hand or lefty. Has just seen the hamburger helper kill his only friend. The only person who could ever hold him back and understand him. Like that's something that we I don't think has been thought about yet is that yellow M&M we discussed sort of like he He's a physical monster who could just destroy anything, but it's it's a question of him mentally getting there. But seeing his best friend killed by the helping hand, I think he's just going to... He has vengeance now. I don't think we actually set this as the next matchup. I think the yellow M&M did. I think we're just <laughs> following his whims. I think actually he was supposed to take on Tony the Tiger and he saw what happened and he's he, the he's the puppet master of this whole bracket. Yeah, he decided no, I'm fucking that fuck up and he's going to, I'd say. That's my guess. So, on this fight, this is the fairest fight I think we've gotten, you know, this whole episode. Um but based just solely on that, I cuz I agree with you. But based just solely on that aspect of this, are we going to take the yellow M&M to win this fight here? Just because he has the vengeance in his brain, he he knows what he has to do, and he's going to do anything he has to do to get it. I, and I mean, what does what does the hamburger helper hand have going for it? Like what? A terrifying skeleton, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, it's like there's a lot of. I like to imagine it as like a boss battle for the yellow M&M. Like he's going to strip the, he's going to strip the hamburger helper's glove off. And it's going to be just like a skin hand. And then after that, he's going to strip that layer off. And then the, the final boss is the skeleton hand with like pincers and stuff. Yeah. I just, I mean like the hamburger helper, 
It's size. I don't know. I don't know what size it is. But I can't. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. I can't imagine it winning this. I just don't think it has any skills or abilities that are going to help it take down. They're going to hamburger help it take down the yellow yeah, M&M. I, I agree with you. I think that yellow M&M uh, does have this one. He's got the thicker shell and he's got a nut. And on top of that, we now know he has the vengeance of um, of just seeing this motherfucker destroy his best friend. And I think that's what's going to take him on to the next the next round. All right. All right. Yeah. So okay. yellow M&M moves on to the, the semi. Now we have our first semifinal matchup. We have Mr. Peanut. Green M&M in here. Oh, God. I think she's on the list. Because everyone says that she's the sexy one. And people say that green M&Ms are aphrodisiacs. No way. That's have you so see- stupid. Look up green M&M. Just look her up. No, I I know who I I've seen. Believe me, I'm familiar with the old green M M&M, and M. If you know what I'm saying, um, I don't get how people think they're aphrodisiacs, but uh, yeah, I mean, I've definitely seen the green M M&M. and M. Her name is Miss Green. That's so creative. Um, wait, does, so does do the other M and Ms have names? Probably Mister Red and Mister Yellow. There's no Mister Black. Is there, well, but there's no black M&M's. Everyone fights over who gets to be Mr. Black. The orange M&M, I feel like we could have included. That guy is a true psycho. The orange M&M. You think a so? A fucking Tasmanian devil of, a, of an M&M. He's the pretzel one. No, he's not. What are you talking about? The orange M&M? Yeah, he's the fucking... He's the Woody Allen of the of the bunch. <laughs> he might be. Not he looks... in the sense that he is like married to his stepdaughter. Um well, it's not his stepdaughter anymore if he's married to anyway. <laughs> um This guy. I'm looking at pictures. Yeah, he looks he looks like a little bitch actually. He looks like he'd get fucked up. Yeah. I always I think they changed his personality from the night. I think in the 90s they had him like the crazy guy, and I think recently they changed him to be the scared Why guy. Why does his face look like this? I think he's a he's a fucking a violent schizophrenic. No. No, he's just no. Okay. Okay. If anyone was gonna do it, take take them down, it's the green M M&M. and M. Because she's sexy and sex sells. She would be a. She would get in their heads. I think. <clears throat> the brown M M&M and M is is very sexy as well. Well, the brown M&M and the green M&M, I think, are one and the same, are they not? I'm seeing a picture of them sitting together. But, yeah, I'm also seeing a picture of her taking off her green shell to reveal that she's brown. Anyway, Darren, this is not what we're here to discuss. No, it's not. We now have our new matchup, which is Mr. Peanut versus the Kool-Aid guy. Um, these are two, these are two people who, if you just look at, if you just looked at them on their own, you might not realize that they're both physical monsters. Yeah, I think. However, I mean, okay, let's think about it. Mr. Peanut does, he is, he's tall. He's got, he's got a foot and a half on Kool-Aid Man, which usually I think like going against someone like the Kool-Aid man, who's just like a fucking a scrappy brawler. I don't think that height is always helpful, but also planners, planners, the Mr. Peanut's got that low base. 
He's thick. He's thick well, so does the Kool Aid Man. No, the I know. Kool-Aid I'm just Man saying, is a low base. I'm just saying that Kool Aid Man's not gonna be able to knock him over as easily as like. No, this will be a, a more like even matchup. Manute Bowl, Kool Aid Kool Aid Man could just plow through Manute Bowl, but Mr. Peanut, he's got that thick, low, low center of gravity, and he's not gonna go down so easily. Um. And he's got that cane, which I could see him. I don't know. Like, is he was in he was in the war? He might be a little crafty. I don't know if he could if he could tip over the Kool Aid Man somehow. Who knows if there's not a gun in that fucking cane? He's not hiding some fucking gunpowder. For but, okay, here's the thing: if he can, if if Kool Aid Man can refill himself in the shower, then what what defeating him is there? If he doesn't need Kool-Aid yeah. in him, <clears throat> I don't. I don't know, how are man. You like destroying the Kool-Aid man. Even if, even if Mister Planner had a gun in that cane and he shot Kool-Aid man, that glass is bulletproof. It would take like a clip to fucking get through that sucker. If that, like, this is a clip going in the same spot, like directly, which is impossible. There's no way. You'd have to be dead shot. Yeah. Uh, if only we had Slipknot here who can <clears throat> climb anything, I think was his ability. Oh, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't I don't remember all the people from Suicide Squad. He's Slipknot. He can climb anything. And then his head just explodes. <laughs> uh, I mean, Slipknot was a, a band, too. They are still what? a band. Anyway. Um, what? Yeah. Since when? Uh, 96. I uh oh. I push my fingers into my eyes because it's the only thing that slowly stops the ache. I'm guessing that that's some sort of a <laughs> slipknot reference. If you if you know you know, um that's all I can say. Darren, uh, here's the thing. Yeah. I want to come up with some sort of argument where Mr. Peanut is going to do this. But I just don't see. I don't see how it would happen. I don't I see. think I I think I know what the end matchup is going to be already. Yeah. So Kool-Aid guy moves on to the finals. I agree with you Jake. I don't think there's any way Mr. Peanut takes Kool-Aid guy. He's a fucking He's OP, as they say. If he was in Smash Bros, he would be OP. I'm glad he's not, because that would piss me off. I wish they would put him in there. <laughs> that would be fantastic. I wish they would. Uh, I, I wish a bitch would, as as the pro, as the proverbial speech goes. What's the next matchup, Darren? Tony the Tiger versus the Yellow Eminem. It's our second semifinal matchup. Here's the thing. And I think I know I think I know what you're gonna say, so I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say. The yellow MM has made it through on just his pure physical prowess and just his his unwillingness to be stopped. Like it's not that he won't he doesn't it's not that he doesn't want to be stopped, it's that he doesn't know how to stop. He's just he's a natural born fighter. He's he can't be stopped if he starts going, and he's he's come up against a few. He's 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 pulled off two wins, which is nothing to nothing to be ashamed of. But he's pulled off a couple wins against amateurs, people who wouldn't like you wouldn't choose in a fight. You wouldn't be like, oh yeah, I I want him on my side. Now he's up against a true trained just physical killing destroying machine Tony the Tiger is a a killing machine by nature and then he nurtured it by just working out getting jacked I gotta say I think that the reason the yellow M&M has made it this far is because he's gotten lucky with all of his matchups thus far he's gotten lucky that's what I said I think easy Pete, like Captain Crunch, fuck Captain Crunch. Not to take anything away from Yellow M&M, because making it this far, 
Making it this far, everyone should be proud. Everyone should be proud if they've made it this far. But he's not making it further. I got to agree. He can't rely on his just his blind strength and his unknowing urges to kill. Yeah. Like that's not uh, that's enough to kill a civilian, but Tony to the Tiger? I think the yellow M&M would make a mistake. I don't think he's as smart as we give him credit for. I think, I he's, think he's smart truly, at all. I think that he would make a mistake. He would definitely make a mistake. And Tony the Tiger is trained to do this. Tony the Tiger, as you said, is a trained killer. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know what else there is to say. I'm looking at a picture of Tony the Tiger as a rug. Like a bit like a like a tiger rug with like his head sticking out and everything. Okay, I'm looking online. Tony the Tiger's height, seven foot, weight, three hundred and three pounds, occupation, boxer, wrestler, bodybuilder, There's man. no way. There's no way. Yeah. I mean, I think we found out last episode that the yellow M&M's height was like three foot five, three foot six or something like that. If that even. I don't see it anywhere, but I mean, yeah, I I think. Yeah, I I mean, that's what I would imagine. Judging by the Christmas commercial where they're next to Santa, I would guess that's about right. Yeah. There's no way. Um, Tony the Tiger takes this and he moves on to the the final matchup. Which is the Kool-Aid guy versus Tony the Tiger. This is tough. This is this is what it was always going to come down to. It I had think. to be. <clears throat> I don't I don't see any other matchup this could have been. What are your initial thoughts here, Darren? It's tough for me to say because we have a non an untrained killer. He's not a he's not a killer, but he is indestructible. He's a train. Versus a trained killer who is destructive. You can destroy him. Uh, he's just a tiger. He has tiger skin. And, um, but he's ripped. He's jacked. And he knows how to, he knows how to kill. He's killed, he's killed a couple people in his lifetime. Kool-Aid man, we don't know. We, he has killed kids. He's killed kids on accident. Yeah, of So course. there's that. But uh, he's never, as far as we know, he's never like purposely gone to kill somebody. Yeah. A guy who can use the environment to get the takedown. With the walls, he can smash bricks up on Tony to the Tiger's face, knock him out, render him useless. And you get a TKO right there. Darren, I'm trying, I'm really trying to picture Tony the Tiger taking him down. Because I want to give Tony his fair shot. I think that he's made it to the finals. He's a an incredible physical specimen. He's put in the work. He's got everything you could ever hope for in a fighter. Except I think that I think that Kool-Aid Man's got even more. Yeah, you know? we've like, we've just dis- we discovered he weighs what four tons or something like that. He's no, he's eleven thousand pounds. So five oh, yeah. tons. I, there's no way Tony the Tiger weighs more than a, a ton and a half. I mean, he's a tiger, so he's big already. Tigers are already pretty heavy, but then he's also I just ripped. Saw, he weighs 303 pounds, which is. Hmm. That's not a ton. That's yeah. not a ton at all. <laughs> like, it's a even, building. It's a building versus a, a, a man at that point. It's a building versus a tiger. It's. Yeah. I think that the thing is, like, we've never seen. There's no, there's no indication that the Kool Aid Man has any weaknesses. We wanted to believe that Kool Aid was his 
lifeblood and that if you if you made him spill his lifeblood then he would be in a bad spot but it's not over until you crack his skull yeah and we have no reason to believe that that's possible yeah good luck with that you need something real strong for that yeah i I don't even know like what sort of healing he does. I don't I don't I don't know, Darren. I I want to give Tony the Tiger his due, but I just don't see it. I think that if Kool-Aid Man was made of flesh, it had a fleshy material for his exterior, this would be a different story. However, he does not. He has bulletproof glass as hit all of him other than the insides, which is liquid which he doesn't care about evidently. And Tony the Tiger would be, he, if, if Kool-Aid Man didn't even bring a fight to the table, Kool-Aid Man, or Tony the Tiger would at least wear himself out to the point of exhaustion where Kool-Aid Man could then take the upper hand. There's, I, I just, yeah, I agree with you. I think Kool-Aid Man takes this one. I think Kool-Aid Man could just sit there and Tony the Tiger could do his absolute worst. And he'd be just exhausted, and to- and Kool Aid Man sits up, and he's like, "All right, are we done?" Like, what? I completely agree. I, I can't see a world where Tony the Tiger is is taking this from Kool Aid Man. We have an absolute freight train, an absolute unit, versus another absolute unit, but just less, less so. Yeah, like a realistic unit versus. So, yeah, I mean, Kool-Aid Man takes this one. He wins the entire bracket. Tony the Tiger did put on all all he could. I'm surprised by the yellow M&M. That's what I'm most surprised by. Anyway, there you have it. Food Mascot Battle Royale 2021. Uh... Do you have anything to say before we exit, Jake? I just want to say, I think in any other any other bracket, Tony the Tiger is the favorite. Like if we if we hadn't included Kool Aid Man, it would have been a different story. But yeah, I agree. But Kool Aid Man, you can't deny his existence. You know, you yeah. cannot deny that he's here and he's here to stay. Uh, in terms of other final thoughts, though, no, I hope that, uh, I hope that everyone out there, I hope that everyone's doing well. Uh, we're getting, getting close to getting everyone vaccinated. We're getting, it's in like, it's in view, I'd say it's, it's coming closer every day. And then, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm excited to get back into the world and to like go see a movie. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, do you have any final thoughts, Darren? Uh, same as Jay. I was going to talk about vaccinated. Yeah, I mean, if you're not getting vaccinated right away, don't fear. I mean, you know, it's not the end of the world. Just hold it out for a little longer. Just keep doing what you're doing. Be safe. And just know that it's slightly safer now because people are getting more and more people are getting vaccinated. Um if you have the option to get vaccinated and you say no, you're a fool. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, find us on Twitter and Instagram at SnicklesCast. Send us a DM. What bracket do you want to see? Uh, what do you think about each episode? Leave us a review on the podcast store. Uh, it really helps. Uh, whatever the... what I mean, Apple Podcasts. Yeah, whatever. Um uh youtube uh snickles on youtube we just we're, we'll we'll post we'll put po- we'll keep posting videos <laughs> uh that's all i have to say um you can check darren out on twitch at council loft oh thanks jake yeah i mean that too yes He's i've been, been streaming, streaming slightly less but i will probably continue again very soon um yeah Great. Do you have anything to sign us off with, Jake? Uh, yeah, I just want to say 
that I am actually uh, 0.4% African. All right. Great episode. Bye-bye. <laughs>